for me, it's been a home run in two ways, on the racetrack and also building our brand here in Australia in our business. We finished first or second every year since 05, um, which was... Uh, I knew it was fast before, and I proved it very it's, it's motor racing, you know, you can't really just look at the last race of the year. You have to look at, uh, it starts at Adelaide and it ends at Newcastle. But... From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. We're getting ready. We're near the end of a season of uh, a lot of competitive racing and uh, very tight uh, competition up and down pit lane. It's been an interesting time the last week or so, Craig. It has been. And, well, as we get into the Christmas season, you think it had quietened down, but so many teams held off having their um, having their test days that there's been a massive testing after the season. Indeed, indeed. And also that uh, a fair bit of news around drivers. There's a few still to be settled, including what Techno are doing and what Kelly Racing are doing with their third and fourth cars. So we've got LeBrock, Heimgartner and Caruso still to be confirmed where they're going or if they're going. One we have got, though, is Tickford have made a decision and Richie Stanaway and Tickford have parted company. Uh, It has not been a happy year for them uh, all year. But uh, into the fourth garage at Tickford comes Will Davison with 23 red racing. And we understand that actually there will be number 23 this year, next year rather, not 230. So that's interesting. Um, so they'll have the six Mustangs will all be in a group uh, together. Um, and that's, that's good news in terms of you know, the way it presents. The mm. interesting thing is that, of course, um, with Triple uh, Eight only going back to uh, going back to two cars, rather that um, DJR Team Penske will only be two cars back from the uh, end of pit lane, um, not uh, not three or four, rather. Yeah, that's, so that's right. Interesting. Pit lane orders have been released. That was uh, interesting. Some things there, Craig. Yeah, Triple Eight get the first two bays by D- being the team champions. Then it's DJR Team Penske, the next two. Um, Tickford Racing have got the next three bays. Of course, they dropped down one car. And I just checked the team's championship. And surprisingly, um, surprisingly, Frosty and Cam were grouped together, even though I don't think they shared a garage last year. And that's how come Tickford are up in uh, third position in the in the points tally for the team's championship on 499 points. And Erebus, who I was expecting to see um, up next, was 4,735 points. So it, it looked like some strategic grouping there of the cars um, has served Tickford Racing well because they'll be out of garages, um, what is that, 5, 6 and 7 with 23 red, the man that uh, you spoke to about his team, 23 Red, on this week's show. Indeed. Phil Monday, uh, known him for a long time. He's been a stalwart in uh, motor racing in Australia. Of course, he uh, uh, had a great deal of uh, fun around uh, Peter Brock in his last last year of motorsport, in fact, as it turned out, in 06, when uh, Phil built the uh, FJ or FX that went to Goodwood at uh, Peter competed in there. But, um, yeah, look, it was good to get Phil to sit down. Uh, we had embargoed news. We had to sit on until Tickford announced uh, their uh, movement with drivers. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's terrific that Phil's going to be taking uh, Will Davison back to where he uh, was competing with uh, the Ford team for some years. Um, so that was uh, great to have that uh, conversation with Phil on the Sunday uh, late after the race. Mm. So that's one of this week's show. The other one that's uh, terrific is um, great news around uh, a long-time friend of mine and of the shows, Jeff Slater, known as the Doctor, the only uh, engineer in our current uh, paddock who had a, a Doctor of Engineering, not just a mechanical engineering degree. And he's off to America. He's gone. In fact, uh, it was only minutes before he was boarding his flight, heading off to America to uh, head to Hawaii and Rail Lanigan Racing, Rail Letterman Lanigan Racing, uh, where, uh, in fact, the news is out that Chaz Mostert is rejoining them. He ran with them last year and he's going back to them. And so he's going to have a, uh, an Australian on the headphones uh, talking to him, possibly. Mm. Um, so that's great news that, uh, for Jeff Slater. That's the second part of our show this week. So... After the break, hold on, hold on, there's more Monday. news. Hold on, hold on, there's more news. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. No, okay. 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 Todd Hazelwood has been out in the uh, ZB that he's picking up off uh, the Triple Eight crew and the handover there with, uh, handover at Queensland Raceway this week saw him with uh, Jamie Wingcup and also David Couchy giving uh, the Matt Stone Racing team some advice and some heads up on how to get the most out of that car that Wingcup drove uh, quite solidly all year. Indeed he has. And at the same time, there was the Matt Stone uh, Falcon that Todd Hazel used for the first part of the year, or the first, more of the first half, um, that Abby Eaton, who last week tested with Walkinshaws, um, with the possibility she was going to drive there. She's now testing uh, with Matt Stone and the possibility of coming doing Super Tour. Uh, someone else is testing, I think, with them as well. I don't remember who it was. Um, um, well, they I were out, uh, think it was the Aussie Racing, Racing Cars um, winner who uh, was right. in the car as well. Um, and then James Masterton, who's a jet skier. So he was also in the car. Oh, that's uh, Steve Masterton, a TCM uh, driver, a uh, stalwart of the category. I think Steve Masterton might have been the uh, very uh, first TCM uh, championship winner. But, uh, yes, you're right. Uh, they were testing at uh, Queensland Raceway. Um, it's uh, certainly been a, a mad uh, rush, as BJR and Walkinshaws last week were out at Winton. Um, with plenty of young blokes getting a, a, some laps in, and uh, we uh, we hear that Gary Rogers has decided on his two drivers in the Super 2 next year as well. Mm. Um, I think Mason Bar- Barbera is returning along with... Um, Dylan O'Keefe. Oh, a new guy joining them. Yep, Dylan, Dylan O'Keefe, O'Keefe is joining them. Of course, him. done very well in... Yep, done very well in Porsches, of course, in recent times. No, Chris Fither, he's still trying to get a deal together somewhere else, and we hope that happens. The uh, 2018 uh, Super 2 Championship winner should uh, should be able to get a ride somewhere, and let's hope that he at least gets back to his endurance drive with Garth Tander, because they appear to be a terrific pairing, mm. having uh, been in the top 10 throughout that Endurance Cup. 
Yeah, another interesting one so, is that uh, GRM are going to be building the Super 2 cars, uh, sorry, the Super 5000 cars, uh, and working closely there. And uh, Speed Cafe are reporting that they're also considering a TCR program as well. Well, uh, Gary Rogers, they don't sort of back down from things, do they? They only ramp up. That's all they're doing. Uh, it's fascinating. Um, it's a... Uh, it's, uh, Big change. News about two race meetings coming through this week. Supercars will run on the Thursday at the Superloop Adelaide 500. So a bit of change there with tradition. But normally the uh, Thursday was a bit of a media day. And I, I know most people said a bit of a waste if you're in the uh, supercar garage. So a number of people will be happy about that. They're not just sitting in the garage doing nothing for the day. And then I'd like to get your take, Tony, on... Perth announcing that they'll have Friday race under lights or at night and and also the Saturday race under lights. Yeah, and because they're both going to be, of course, uh, Fox only with replays later, but it must be the fact that they're going for the uh, East Coast TV audience. Um, that's the only thing I could think of is by running at uh, night that they'll bob up in the right time slot for uh, Fox TV on the... Uh, Friday and Saturday nights. Would that be what you'd think? Yeah, but I, if they're going to be under lights like they were in Sydney and let's say it gets dark about 6 o'clock, that's 9 o'clock Eastern. You, that's almost after the football. Whether that's what they're going for or not, I'm not sure. But uh, it does make a very late night on the East Coast. Well, we'll have to wait and see what uh, happens when they release the schedule for television broadcasts. Obviously, it'll be a similar thing to this year where uh, there's only six selected events that are broadcast on free-to-air. Um, Channel 10 did a reasonably good job with them. I, I don't have any uh, major complaints. The one thing, of course, is that too much of the year, though, is lost for free-to-air. And in a similar way to the cricket, more than likely they're going to continue to, to leak uh, an audience because people will just say, I can't be bothered sitting up waiting for a highlights package. Anyway, it's so late. Uh, no, indeed. Um, that's certainly uh, plenty of news happening around the town. Um, so let's go to, uh, after the break, we'll go with Phil Monday speaking of his changes for the new year. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. Yeah, I mean, it, it means a lot. You know, through the years, a lot of reference this race is one of our majors. 600 miles around here is no easy task. Uh, we're able to beat the two levels to the boys and, uh, and meet Anthony Begley in the final, which uh, we were able to have, um, take the win off him. So, uh, yeah, it was a great weekend for the uh, Raptor family. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. We're here with Phil Monday. It is on the, the afternoon after the final race of 2018 when you've had your inaugural year as a sole team owner. How's it been? Yep, it's been um, the high. I tell people the highs are high and the lows are low. <laughs> but, um, you know, at the start of the season, uh, I sort of set myself a goal and I said if I finished in the top, if we finished in the top 15, I'd be pretty happy in our first season. 
and then from there we could move on and, and move up a, a, a bit further. So I just looked at the um, championship leaderboard and we finished 15th. Wow! <laughs> so, so we made first it. goal. <laughs> first, the one that I didn't tick off was I was I was pretty confident we could have got a couple of podiums, but um, we had a test day in Winton. We had a back-to-back test day in uh, at Winton in um, early September, and we thought we'd do our two final test days together. And um, from that test day, we we made some changes to the car, and the changes took us what we'd call outside of the window but unknowingly outside the window and our sand down was our next race and um that was it was pretty pretty tough it was you know will was complaining about grip in the front and some stuff you know with the car so we we changed stuff around again and went into bathurst same problem went into gold coast same problem and into new zealand i was um a bit upset about the fact that we can't find whatever this was so um, we pulled the car completely down after um, New Zealand, thinking we'd get it right for here. We found a few things that were wrong in the setup, <coughs> a few bent bits and pieces that we hadn't noticed there. And, uh, and today it was uh, pretty brutal. 17th yesterday, 20th today. Um, we lack pace, we lack grip, so we still haven't found that problem. But um, Going forward from here and next season, um, I'm going to do a customer deal with Tickford. So it means it will become the uh, uh, fourth car or first car, third car, second yeah. car yep. in the um, lineup of their garage. Um, so that will that'll, that'll make it a lot easier for us to work out what we're going to do, um, <coughs> how, how that'll work for us. It'll it'll be. You know, 26th in the pit garage is very difficult in qualifying. Uh, there's lots of things that you look at and think. Well, you'll be 24th, be... in fact. Yeah, well, well this, no, ne- this year we're 26th oh, in yes, the yeah, right, 26 car. Yeah. When we go we're out, moving up. Yeah, yes. when we go out for qualifying, you it's, know, it's it's brutal because you've got it's minutes in between the first <coughs> car and correct. You. Yeah, yeah. All, you get out there and you're almost getting caught by Win Cup because he's almost come round, and that yeah. that that has its own set of problems. So I've gone off the subject a little bit, but what I'm saying is. By moving into the Tickford garage, um, we'll move up into about position six in the grid. Yep. Uh, in the pit garages, I should say. In the grid would be fantastic, but uh, in the pit garages. Yep. And that will give us a, 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 a really good chance in our qualifying. Plus, we've got the support of um, their other three drivers that will be able to sit down in the debriefs with Will. Um, it becomes a big family team, so we share... Everything in that in that garage. And Tim Edwards spoke to me earlier today or yesterday about um, the integration um, with you. I mean, a large part of this is also revolved around the, the very big part that you play in the Mustang in terms of producing. He said seventy five percent of the panels. Yes, correct. Yeah. So we're we're well and well into making the panels and um, have been for the last couple of months. So that's a big part for me. Next year, we'll keep our composite business going and. And, and um, you know, I've got um, quite a good crew of guys in there who do all their composites, and it's um, it's the bit that you can make some money out of motorsport rather than spend it. <laughs> so you'll actually have your own workshop. Um, um, still retain your own workshop? Um, we'll still retain the workshop. The actual race, um, I have three factories where we run the race team out of in Kilsyth at the moment. Yep. And I'll keep two of them, which is our storage facility and the composites. Yep. Um, the actual race shop where we do the preparation of the race car will actually be held and done at Tickford in Campbellfield. Okay. Okay. So um, 
I'll uh, I'll lease out that factory that right. um, is there. Okay. All right. Um, and in terms of structure, um, the, the personnel you, you're keeping some of your. Uh, we'll keep some of our staff. They'll come across with us. Um, um, it's it's a customer deal, so we still retain our 23 Racing Milwaukee yeah. uh, team. Um, and um, we'll just uh, operate out of out of there rather than um, out of Kilsyth. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, now you've got two more years with Will Davison. Yep. Um, Alex worked out pretty well for you as far yep. as endurance drive yep. concerned. Yep. Um, many other parts that are continuing on, and you can say definitely about as yet or not. I think um, you know Will. Will was. Well, was a part of um, the Tickford team there. Yes. When we're in a big family like that, it's good for Will because Will thrives on um, sharing information with other drivers. And so for Will, this is sort of a bit like going back home again too because he's going to be back into a larger team. Yep. Um, Alex, his brother, um, another issue that... Another another uh, tick, I guess, that uh, Alex and Will or Will wanted to do was that was to try and in the enduros win one or, or you know, more of the enduros with his yep. brother yep. and uh, we had a good crack at it this year next year uh, 100% Alex and Will will be back together again in the enduros and um, in that environment for Will and for myself I'm, a, I'm an old plater in the team ownership part of this business and it's a very intense so many moving parts of this business that I don't have the full understanding of. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to being a part of the Tickford garage and team and what we bring into there with the expertise of, you know, a good driver like Will um, and a fantastic sponsor like Milwaukee and a, and, a, and a race team of 23 Red Racing, which has sort of made some... Some significant inroads, I think, this year, and, and earned a bit of respect. Yeah, yeah. That we're certainly. not, you know, we're not a. Um, and you present a team that is, you know, really well professionally done. You have to. Fantastic. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah you have to. Sort of, yeah. But, yeah. Some, I mean, lots of people have to do things, but they don't necessarily <laughs> do it. Okay. You <laughs> yep. know, so you you actually. It's my ADD it. kicks in, and I it's, have to have it all looking good, and it, it has to be right. Well, and the gaps obviously, having the, had. Yeah. 10 million customers or whatever there are out there. <laughs> yep. you, you know. Repair their cars, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so. that's, yeah. yeah um, the uh, the other part of it um, is that you were looking to do additional things. Is that sort of put aside now? Yeah, it has, yeah. I, look, I have a Super 2, um, which I bought the mid-year. We've um, bought it up to spec, current spec, um, and signed, uh, well, painted and wrapped the car, signed wrapped the car. Yep for a spare car for this year so I felt a bit vulnerable not having being a, a single car team on your own I felt a bit vulnerable that if we had a, a big shunt that we couldn't repair the car in time yep. then I had a car there um, tomorrow well uh, as soon as Vinnie my driver gets back to Melbourne we're going to take this car the current race car that Will drives and this to, will become that'll become a Mustang because yep. uh, they're all the same chassis of course every car that's in pit lane he has the same chassis um, just a different skin on them and my second car, I'll upspec that to current specs for next year and reskin that. And I'll use that for a wild card. So we get six wild cards next year. And um, it's a spare car there again for one of the four cars in the garage. And, and I'll use it as my show car. So it's a pretty good show car to have on display. It's a, yeah, real, yeah, a real one. active yeah. supercar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that sounds very exciting. 
um, another change of direction, slight. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Realignment. But I suppose <coughs> it's based on experience now rather than just, gee, why don't we try that sort of thing? Yeah. I think your first year in anything is is learning. And yeah. um, I, tell, I tell my staff, I tell people who um, I encourage in business, you always have to look over the hill. Yeah. You can't just be looking at where you are now. So I'm a person who looks over the hill all the time to see yeah. what's up there. Yeah. And this came up um, around Darwin that I thought of this idea that, you know, we need to get from where we are to that next level. How do you do it? There wouldn't be a single car team, I don't think, in the history of supercars have ever won a championship or ever really made a significant, you know, yeah, impact yeah. on the on the series. Bad so, news at Techno was... Well, it was, yeah, correct. Yeah, but there the was second. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like you've got... The, the, the difference between where we are to where that is yes. is millions and millions of dollars, yes. you know, um, and you've got to be sensible. This is a very expensive sport, um, and you've got to balance out what is, what's, you know, sensible and what's not sensible. And I think for us, this move up into the Tickford customer deal is a great, uh, great step forward for us. Well, I'm sure that I and many other race fans around Australia have certainly liked what Phil Monday has put on the track, and we continue to watch and uh, eagerly look forward to those times when the podiums and the other things come along the way. So, fabulous! Thanks Thank very you, time. Thanks very much, Tom. Much appreciated. Speaking with uh, Jeff Slater after the next break, uh, talking about his change to uh, North America and GT racing with BMW and Rail Lanigan. Rail Letman Lanigan Racing. So after break, it's Jeff Slater. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. This year in Formula 3, I think, is a fantastic environment for me to be doing that. However, I believe for myself, uh, a sustainable career in tin tops such as Fiat Supercars in Australia is where I see myself. Second crack at the Australian time since we've been back, and a bit unlucky the first time that we end up with a win there at Speedway City uh, two weeks ago. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. Join in the conversation, post your thoughts on our Facebook page and to ask a question, email insiders at sportradio.com.au. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. We're talking with Jeff Slater, a.k.a. The Doctor, uh, who has been in supercars since the days of Brightec uh, through uh, DJR, through Stone Brothers, through Techno, and most recently this year, been frustrated through uh, a number of young men at Kostecki Brothers Racing. Doc, welcome on board. Nice to be here, Tony. Um, now, a very exciting thing has happened to you uh, in the last month or so. You know, tell us where uh, you're off to. Uh, well, I'm relocating to the, to the US, and I'm going to be a race engineer for Ray Hall, Letterman, Lanigan on the GT program. Well, these are exciting times. Uh, you're competing in, in what series? Uh, it is the WeatherTech series over in America. Okay. And you have uh, a number of drivers already sort of allocated to you. Do you know what car number you'll be with? Uh, I believe I am car number 24. Which is? Uh, which is, uh, driver-wise, we are not quite sure, but I believe um, Chaz has driven for that team last year, or this year, supposed to be. Yep. Um, hopefully he keeps driving with us and he's on my car, but right now I don't know specifically who my driver lineup will be. Okay. And you're going to be located in Ohio? Ohio, yes. 
Um, and the team has been going for quite some years, I understand. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They were an IndyCar team, or still are an IndyCar team. There's obviously Graham Rahal, son of Bobby Rahal, uh, driving their IndyCar program or leading their IndyCar program. And they've, uh, for the last few years, been doing GTs, being the factory BMW team in America. And, um, yeah, I'm continuing on with that. And, of course, the owners are Bobby Rahal, who was a multiple uh, winner in IndyCars as well as championships, and he at one stage was the Jaguar F1 team leader, um, stepped out of that role, um, and, of course, is uh, in partnered with uh, David Letterman of television fame. Absolutely, yeah. No, they've been in partnership for quite a while now. Now, um, you're heading over for a test program. Yeah, so I'm flying out uh, today, which is early December. We are doing a two-day test at Daytona prior to uh, the Daytona 24-hour, which is at the end of January. But prior to that, and after this, there's another official test at Daytona on the 3rd, 4th and 5th of January. Okay. Um, And so uh, this is uh, the the opening round of the uh, 2019 season is at uh, Daytona. Have you been there before? I've never been there before, so it's... uh, going to be a great experience. Now, you've got workshop time beforehand to learn, um, well, I suppose, team, car, and all the other things involved. Absolutely. So I'm flying over, as I said, early December now. So I'll go over for a few weeks, learn the car, learn the crew, uh, head to a test, come back to Australia for Christmas, and then head back over for this year. Now, a number of your previous uh, data race engineers are already in the States. These are people that you'll catch up with. Just run us through some of the names. Everyone knows James Small. I think he's over there working for Joe Gibbs next year. Um, my uh, old data engineer is Pete Creek, who was at Furniture Row with James this year and for the last few years. I believe he's now going to be an IndyCar race engineer. Okay. So he's stepping up in the world as well. Okay, a.k.a. Killer. Killer. Yeah, indeed. And uh, you were together at Brightech. Yes. Which was uh, seems like an absolute lifetime ago now. It like a lifetime ago, but it was a great experience learning with a, uh, I won't say a lower team, but we definitely weren't punching the, with the likes of Triple Eight, but it was a great time to learn learn our skills. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Um, now, racing in a series such as the uh, American WeatherTech series, um, there are an enormous number of drivers who go there and engineers and team owners from around the world. Uh, it's a highly competitive series. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the first round Daytona, when you've got people like Fernando Alonso wanting to drive there, um, it obviously shows the, the skill level of the drivers who want to be in that series. Yeah, indeed. Um, sports cars, obviously, uh, they have some comparison with supercars because they're, they're full-size cars. They're not. These are not little GTs or Le Mans sort of cars. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, mine will be a, a, a kind of a modified GT. Obviously, and I've had some experience with the GTs over the last few years, but very similar to a touring car. And including those wins uh, being a uh, Bathurst 12-hour race. A Bathurst 12-hour race, a second in the Bathurst 12-hour race, and a couple of few competitive campaigns there. Okay. Now, um, you've got the whole process of learning a new ball game. What are the first things you do? What are the first things you go to look at? Uh, Well, really just get myself into the infrastructure of the team, learn the team. Um, it's a team sport, which a lot of people seem to forget. 
so first and foremost, get to know the team, get to understand their their methods and their procedures, as well as learning the car, which I think will probably be the, the simplest part of this process. Now, these particular cars, they're, they're fairly heavy cars, um, big performance cars, and require a, a fair number of staff to work on them. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, the other part about it being, of course, 24 hours is now you've got a number of those in the series. Uh, I think there's one 24 hour race, a couple of 12 hours. Um, uh, I think there's a few six hour races as well. So it's vastly different from the old supercar sprint race. Yep. Or, or the Super 2 races that I've been doing this year, which were done and dusted in half an hour. Yes. So uh, it's a little bit different. Yeah, concentration spans required for vast periods of time. Uh, I think copious amounts of Red Bull and coffee as well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, the, on this particular trip, this is your first foray to uh, race engineering in the US, um, and you've got a number of days there now uh, as part of this trip. Yep, so I'll be there for two weeks to, again, learn the team, learn the car, do a test, and then come back, try and freshen up, and then head back to, to start the season. Right. All right. Well, certainly when you return, we'd love to have a, a quick debrief on uh, how the test went and uh, of your first uh, foray into the uh, wonderful world of US racing. No problem. Sounds good with me. Wonderful. Look forward to that. Thanks so much for joining Jeff Slater on Inside Supercars. Each week, join the Inside Motorsport team as they look at all the news from across Australia and around the world. And, you know, every, every year I see Jackie's Stewart Grand Prix and I just remind myself of his part in, in starting the, the path to safer cars. Dissecting the sport with interviews, news and opinion. Jack Brabham certainly left his mark, not only on Australian motorsport, but motorsport all around the world. Inside Motorsport broadcast on community radio and online at sportradio.com.au. Join in the conversation. Post your thoughts on our Sport Radio Facebook page. Welcome back to Inside Supercars. Tony Whitlock, Craig Ravel. Craig, final thoughts for... Uh... This show on this week? Well, my final thought is have we seen a, uh, a change where we're going to have a lot more teams saving, if all is lost early in the season, saving up, saving up and putting all their eggs in the postseason basket? I have been amazed how many teams didn't do a test mid-season when everyone complains about how limited testing is. And if this is perhaps the way that teams are going to say after Grand Prix or, or Tasmania, are they then going to put the queue in the rack almost for testing? And can they afford that when Bathurst is going to be the first race of the Pertec Cup? You, you mentioned at the top of the show how supercars can go missing for such a long time. Well, what's it going to be like when the if it is... Uh, done this way, the first TV show back after um, uh, after Clipsal is Bathurst. Yes, it, it will make it very difficult to uh, garner the interest they want on uh, television. But that's the thing that they're ladled with. The one thing I'd like to talk as a final thought was it's terrific to see a whole bunch of new young guys being tested, both in. Uh, Queensland Raceway and Winton earlier, uh, new guys and dolls, as they say, um, in that Abby Eaton and, um, the, you know, the, the chance that we've got Dylan O'Keefe joining the series, 
um, young Masterson. Uh, you know, there are, there are a good number of young blokes coming into Super 2s and that hope in the future years those same young guys will be lining up possibly for joining the main game. But that's been a fantastic thing. The five young guys all did well. Unfortunately, we've lost one along the way in Richie Stanaway. One not as well but, as expected, uh, I guess. happen, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think the expectation may well have been building on his uh, shoulders from day one. Mm. Principally because, of course, he'd won the Sandown 500 the year before. Mm. Now, we should mention, Tony, that coming up uh, over the next couple of weeks, uh, particularly just after Christmas there, is uh, you've done a fantastic series of interviews with fathers of drivers. Yeah, look, we took the opportunity at Newcastle with so many of uh, these men uh, there who are all uh, my age or even slightly younger, um, taking the opportunity to talk to them about uh, what it's like to be uh, living out the, the sport that they love and that more than likely they brought their son and introduced them, their sons to. So, yes, yeah, so that we'll look forward to hearing from all those men like Robert Van Gisbergen and uh, Eddie Mostert, um, John Blanchard, you know, a whole range of them. So that's certainly something to look forward to in the weeks ahead. But for this week's show, that uh, we'll say goodnight from now. Thank- Till then. Good night from him. Good night. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars.